Welcome to the Data Knowledge Action for Urban Systems podcast series. In this series, we shall explore systems used to build intelligent urban systems, technology used to innovate systems capable of collecting, storing, processing, analyzing, and evaluating data on the most prevalent health-related issues in cities' different sector, like transportation, employment, housing, public health, and public space. This series is brought to you jointly by CoData, the Committee on Data of the International Science Council, Urban Health and Wellbeing Program, and Center for Applied Geometrics, Research and Development Foundation. Via this series, we bring to you reflections on the interdisciplinary approaches and the innovative use converting data knowledge action systems for healthy cities. Hi, this is Shelly Gandhi from SEPC Research and Development Foundation. Today, we bring to you an episode on integrating health into urban planning. In this episode, we have Pamela Karpajal from UN Habitat joining us from Nairobi. I welcome you to this episode and look forward to learning more about Sourcebook, which has elaborated the concept of integrating health in urban territorial planning. It is known and evident that planning healthy cities have always been the center of focus for planners. Moreover, data has always been the key to ensure that national, local leaders and professionals have knowledge, indicators, guidance, and tools to integrate health and well-being into urban development and decision-making process. Pamela is an architect and she has been working with UN Habitat for over three years with a particular focus on integrating health in urban and territorial planning. She currently coordinates the program planning for healthy cities and has delivered capacity building activities and gives technical advisory to local and national government. So based on your background, Pamela, I would like to know more on what is the importance of planning healthy cities and um, what has been your experience while working with UN Habitat and cities? Thank you, Shaylee. I'm very happy to be here with you and share my experience on um, working in urban and territorial planning and specifically integrating health into that important agenda. From our side, we had been working on different areas uh, from gathering evidence and knowledge base, uh, from developing tools and resources, and as well implementing and testing out uh, these capacity building activities. We had also worked a lot on advocacy and dissemination and the peer-to-peer learning partnership building. That's wonderful. I think um, looking at the current evidence of the work which has been done under this program, what were the major challenges of gathering data and building a knowledge base for integrating health into the urban planning process? Uh, Yes, one of our mechanisms for gathering evidence base was through an open call for case studies on integrating health and urban and territorial planning. Uh, The collection of case studies is actually an ongoing practice at UN Habitat. And even though we have a global coverage and outreach, we had faced a challenge of receiving case studies from certain regions in the world. For example, we received very few case studies from North America and the Middle East, which has made it difficult to compare and actually made a coherent evidence base. We, however, uh, for the compendium of inspiring practices, which 
has been one of the first publications we we developed and it's the first knowledge-based document that we built. We really try to incorporate all the regions in a balanced way. Right. And I think the source book is a kind of a guidebook which can be used from by any city. So could we say that the source book is implementation of data knowledge action framework and it could act as a stepping stone when it comes to building healthy cities? Yes, absolutely. Let me tell you a bit more of the source book. The source book provides a better understanding on why it's important to consider health in urban and territorial planning and the benefits of both sectors. Uh, it also tells us who are the key players and their roles and how to bring how to bring the public health skills and approaches into the planning and design processes. It also tells us how to act. So the source book provides more than 70 resources for effective action to take into in different circumstances and in different contexts. And it tells us also when to act. So uh, using these resources, how can you, when can you use them to better implement health at the different planning stages? Uh, just to give you a bit of a background information on how we develop the source book, we roll out a desk review of 150 resources on urban health and we categorize them into 11 different categories. And we included in the source book only 71 out of these 150 resources. And the reason why we included these 71 is because we wanted to make sure that they represent and cover all the stakeholders across the different health and urban development issues. All also at the different planning stages and at the different settings that we could find out that are relevant in urban development. Interesting. So looking at your experiences and the bifurcation, what you've done at each level, it looks like a very comprehensive resource which could be easily adapted. Now, if this source book has been so precisely developed, what were the major learnings while developing the source book? and testing the applications of various cities. Has there been any trends or uh, patterns which have been observed? Yes, absolutely. Thanks for that question. So resources, we realize that and we learn through this process that resources, knowledge and tools, there are a lot and we have found a huge amount of them, but they are not really fully reflected on the ground practices. And this was also something that we realized from the open call that I mentioned in your first question answering and the compendium of inspiring practices. And then after rolling out this review of the tools, we realized that there's a huge gap in between what is available and what is implemented on the ground. So I would say that's one of our first main lessons learned. Then the other lesson learned is that we identified the need to focus on articulating these frameworks for action, showing how and when uh, resources that are widely available can put into work. And that's one of the objectives we tried to, to do in the source book really telling telling where to or advising on where to use the tools and, and resources available at the different planning stages, for example. And, and there, there's also a huge limitation from actors and decision makers once they're looking for the most relevant resources for their own situation. Interesting. I'm sure while doing the capacity workshop, you might have come across n number of people and n number of uh, different kind of experiences resistance from the city uh, government, as well as you might also have experienced that there are places where people really are very keen in adopting these frameworks. So 
it would be interesting to know one of your experiences which you have come across while doing the capacity building activities and what were the major challenges when you talk about you know integrating data from public health department and the urban planning yes thanks yeah so we have we have actually piloted a few capacity building activities um workshops and trainings um one of the workshops and trainings had been focused on multi-sectoral approaches to urban health and well-being so not only incorporating the health sector and the planning sector but all the sectors that are involved in building urban health and well-being into cities so from that one we have really learned that each of these different sectors have different priorities different agendas and different ways of tackling different uh, same challenges so aligning agendas was one of the priorities but also coming to a middle ground on uh, objectives was also a challenge but also an achievement of the different workshops and trainings we had also deliver a few workshops more on the academia ground and uh, through different conferences which had been also very interesting in terms of what are the research gaps and where can we where where can we work together on filling up these gaps interesting so i think this is one of the major aspect what has been covered in these training programs is to identify the gaps and work on methods which could be adopted by the cities to fill up these gaps moving ahead i was just thinking what is the impact of data knowledge action for urban systems with respect to health in urban planners because planners have a great role in planning the cities and how convenient it was to convince them to integrate the health aspect yeah i would say that the main and first impact in, is into the planning system uh since um well the source book brings the approach of multisectoral collaboration towards urban health and in particular the role of both of health and the urban sector what are the inputs and the specific roles that each of them play and the specific knowledge that both of them bring to the table and in particular to urban and territorial planning projects so um i would say the impact yes is is to the planning system firstly thanks for highlighting that just if we look at the entire planning sector it's uh, more like a multi sectorial uh, integration which needs to be done if we want to move ahead with building a resilient city and that is where the impact of data knowledge action for urban systems becomes very evident currently we've seen that massive data has been started being collected on various platforms with advancement in technology there are in number of sources from where you can pick up the data and there are various other factors which could be implemented on your planning process when we talk about this there is a different perspective which has been adopted in the recent years which is which talks about the spatial data and what is the significant value when it comes to building healthy cities well thank you thanks thanks for that questions yes i would think that i will give you actually, actually three points where i think that is the right focus or where we where we should be heading for and this is based from the experience on on developing this this capacity building and building the the source book so the first one i would think that joint initiatives uh, for capacity building including the creation of training packages and a platform an online platform where these um, resources can be available but also these exchange of knowledge could be facilitated i would think that's the first one then the second would be 
to invest in global and regional community of practice and making use of all these global forums or regional forums and platforms for dissemination and engagement with, within the community of practice that the, uh, all the different uh, sectors that we have been mentioning uh, before. And I would say maybe point number three would be the ident identification of knowledge and policy gaps, including the gaps in the current uh, curriculum for built environment and also the public health practitioners. Um, so what are the gaps from both sides that could actually support this linkage? And in the current policy environment, what, what are the policy, the different cities or countries, what are their, their, their policy gaps in terms of urban health? Thank you. And yes, it is important for the policymakers to identify what are the gaps, build policies according to the requirement of the cities, and then plan ahead in terms of integrating health into urban planning. So when we see that uh, everything is available so easily, it is also important for the entire community to adopt the change when you talk about urban planning. And that's where you've rightly pointed out how your source book would be instrumental for the cities, as well as capacity building workshops, which uh, tend to be the first stepping stone for people to understand how to use this source book. So where does the spatial data have significant value when it comes to building healthy cities? Yes, it does in particular for, for the urban health work and spatial data plays a key role. Uh, for example, the health sector actually provides a credible voice in advocacy for healthier urban and territorial planning by identifying the gaps in data to demonstrate the relationship between health and the built environment and to be a critical, let's say, a critical eyes or a critical team in collect the necessary data for achieving this urban health. I would also say that the health sector provides, as we know, the health data, the statistics and the knowledge of the public health uh, issues that influence the evidence, um, that influence evidence-based information so we can track and monitor the success of urban and territorial planning interventions. What I mean with these is that uh, we all know that a well-done public space or a city-wide public space strategy has an impact in our health and well-being, but bringing the necessity data and the statistics and the knowledge from the public health sector in the process of planning our public space or our city-wide public space strategy and policies uh, would support us to actually monitor how well these public spaces or this network of public spaces are doing in terms of improving health and well-being to our cities and citizens. Thank you so much, Pamela. And it was really very interesting to speak to you about the integration of health in terms of planning cities. Thank you for sharing your knowledge and insights from the source book. Thanks, Shaylee. Thank you very much for having me here. I'm very happy and look forward on continued uh, discussions. Thanks for listening to this episode from the Data Knowledge Action for Open Systems podcast series. If you like our podcast and want to know more about the series, check out our website, www.crdf.org, and follow us on social media. Please leave a review, like, and share wherever you listen to the podcast. Look out for the next episodes and join us next time. Thank you. Thank you.